Welcome to the January 2019 edition of Outbeat News In-Depth. I'm Greg Morelia. Well, if you have a New Year's resolution that includes expanding your circle of friends or getting more connected with our local LGBT community, you've come to the right place for connection. And I promise this solution doesn't involve a mobile app. Santa Rosa Gaydar just celebrated its sixth anniversary of bringing people together for social events and connection here in Sonoma County. And tonight, some of the leadership from Santa Rosa Gaydar are here to tell us all about the organization and what's coming up this next year. So stay with us. It's all coming up next, right after your Outbeat Radio News for this Sunday, January 27th, 2019. This is Greg Morales with your Outbeat Radio News for the week of January 27, 2019. Out U.S. Congressman Mike Pocan filed a bill that would officially recognize that women and LGBTQ people can be president of the United States. Current federal law is gendered. Presidents are referred to with male pronouns and their spouses are female. Pocan said in an emailed statement, in 2016, one of the two major party candidates for president was a woman with a husband and in 2020... For the first time in history, there may be more presidential candidates who are women than men, as well as a potential LGBTQ candidate who is married. The U.S. Code should not assume that presidents will be men or that they will only marry women, especially when describing which people will or will not be protected by federal law. While this language may have been accepted when the original law was enacted, it does not reflect the America today. And members of the transgender community are planning a series of events in the U.S. Capitol leading up to the first ever National Trans Visibility March. Plans for the inaugural event are ambitious, beginning with the first Torch Awards event on March 31st, designed to pay homage to a number of transgender people. The award program will then segue into the Trans Visibility Ball. The march itself will take place the following day on April 1st. National Trans Visibility March publicist Cordelia Donovan said the goal of the march is to let policymakers know and understand that the visibility of trans people is essential to how we shape health care and how we shape equality. The march is expecting 5,000 people, many of whom will bus in from around the country. Coordinators in four regions of the country are planning travel logistics in several cities, including New York, San Francisco, Memphis, and others. And here locally, according to the Bay Area Reporter, the San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus announced that it purchased a building and plans a national LGBTQ center for the arts. When complete, the center will allow the chorus to have a specific program dedicated to performance and will mark the first permanent home for the singing group. The building located at 170 Valencia Street was purchased for $9.6 million. And according to a January 17th news release from the chorus, it was the chorus's longtime rehearsal space. The building will house a cutting-edge media center, provide a creative space for LGBTQ artists, serve as a meeting location for community groups, and host trainings and internship programs. And also in San Francisco, Mayor London Breed has stepped up to expedite the permit process for the construction of a leather-themed parklet in the city's south of Market neighborhood. 
Eagle Plaza, named after the gay-owned bar it will front on a portion of 12th Street, is seen as a focal point for the LGBT Cultural Heritage District city officials created in the western part of the South of Market neighborhood. This effort is one of several initiatives supported by the city to support LGBTQ culture. The parklet is estimated to cost $1.85 million. The city has already awarded $200,000 in grant money. The Friends of Eagle Plaza is aiming to raise $150,000 by this spring. For Outbeat Radio News, I'm Greg Moralia. Well, if you are new to Sonoma County or just looking to make new friends and new connections with our local LGBTQ community, then Santa Rosa Gaydar is the organization you need to know about. Now, it's not an app, and you do not need a mobile device, we promise. <laughs> but we've got a whole crew of organizers here from Santa Rosa Gaydar, so let's just jump right in and get to it. Welcome, all of you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your Sunday night to be with us. Thanks for inviting us. It's great to have you. So let's just go around the table here, introduce yourself, and talk about how you got involved with Gator. Uh, my name's Christopher Crenmore. Um, my my auntie Cheryl got me involved <laughs> with Gator uh, to help on the tech side, uh, doing the website, getting out the announcements sort of thing. Um, I think I've been with you guys for six years, six of the seven years, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so, think so. been a long time. So, yeah, and... Uh, and here we still are. <laughs> Great. My name is Cheryl Cabanuck, and um, Richard and Jim, who are my neighbors for 20 years, start got involved and started Santa Rosa Gator, or took over Santa Rosa Gator, and I noticed there was no women coming to Santa Rosa Gator, and women weren't involved at all. So I joined to start get getting the women's community more involved and reaching out to the women's community. So that's why mainly I joined it, but I also love love all these guys. Awesome. And we should plug Cheryl's show while you're here. Oh, yes. Cheryl's also the host of Outbeat Music here on the second Sunday of every month. That's right. Outbeat Music. And my next show is February 10th. So I hope everybody will tune in. Awesome. Who are you going to have? I'm not having live live music. I'll, I'm not even sure. My theme will be something around love since it's close to Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day coming up. Yeah, but I'm not. I'll have some live guests throughout the year, though. I'm planning on it. Excellent, excellent. I'm Richard Jones, and I've been at Santa Rosa Gator since it started seven years ago. My partner James. Hi, I'm James Nower. I'm with Richard. We both started uh, Gator together at the same time. I joined because he did. That's pretty much <laughs> it. What he does, I do. And you two are life partners, not just partners at San Diego. Oh, yeah, 38 years. 40, 40 years. 40, oh. 40? 40 years. Oh. I'm behind. They don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, you know, I've heard a lot of people that have moved up to, to Sonoma County who are new. The county's so big, it has a ton of LGBT resources. And, you know, I think the go-to for a lot of people are the mobile apps. Um, talk about what was the impetus seven years ago to start Gator. Well, we had a hard time finding people to, you know, just making friends because it's all we knew at the time were like women because of Cheryl across the street. And so, in starting uh, with the Gator, we were able to meet a lot more people. You know, people meeting people through us, and it's really evolved that. into a, a major group of people showing up. Mm-hmm. 
We wanted to do more of a, a, a one-on-one person meeting instead of a uh, instead of a app session. We wanted to have more personal involvement into it. Right. So, what was your what was the initial reaction? Did you get a lot of interest right away? Or oh was no. It sh- no, slow to take no. off. Very slow. Well, the first couple I went to before I was on, there was maybe fifteen. Yeah, maybe exactly. fifteen people, and it was it was all. I mean, no offense to yeah. our elders in the room, but it was all older, older people. It was the first one that I went to. Yeah, it was. And then it, I think over the last, uh, I, that's one of the biggest changes I think we've had as a group is it's diversified a lot. I, I, every time, every meetup that we have, there's a variety of, of people in our community there. Um, and it's not just one group anymore. There's young guys, there's older guys, there's young women, there's transgender you know, all different colors of the rainbow in one room. It, it's actually really feels well, good when, when we put them on. Yeah. So let's talk about, a little bit about the demographic then. Um, obviously, there are some some different generations represented just in this room. Uh, and the county has a very wide-ranging demographic, Some a very large population, a couple youth groups, LGBT youth groups, positive images, LGBTQ connection. We have the Fountain Grove Lodge now, so we have a senior sort of center and a community up there. Um, and then there are the longstanding Sonoma residents. Um, what are you seeing in the group today? You mentioned a few of the, of the different types of people, but talk more about that. Well, we, we, we've been diversifying our events, too. So we, we held a pool party at uh, Fountain Grove Lodge last year, which actually had a lot of cross-section oh, yeah. of people. Um, it was a nice, fun uh, event to have, and... Everybody was, uh, we had a great time, and the lodge helped out, you know, donating their time in the pool area. And, They've been uh, working really close with us. And it was pre- it was very mixed, too, like women and men. Yeah. You know, and, and older, younger. Older, yeah. It was. I was really happy with that, that the people that showed up for that, because um, the parking was was kind of an issue, but it worked out well, and peop- a lot of people came from, from all over. Yeah. yeah, even the residents of Fountain Grove yeah. came out and hung out with so. us. Oh yeah, 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 too, right? yeah. Well, they've actually came, come to a couple of other our, our, our events too. Mostly the men, though. They're again the women. Our Stout women. Brothers event, they they seem yeah. to like. They yeah. they have they get a bus, a shuttle of a whole bunch of residents and bring them over to fun. to Stout, yeah. uh, Stout yeah. Brothers when we put on that one. So you you mentioned a couple of times about and the women showed up. Right. Um, you know that's kind of been historically a big divide in our community. Uh, oh, yeah. The women have played together, the men have played together, and you know, aside for a couple of moments in history, there hasn't been a lot of integration. You see that changing here in this county? Talk about that. I do, and I don't. I mean, I feel like a lot of women have definitely gotten involved in Gaydar, and um, there's still being a lesbian in the lesbian community. There's still women that really want to segregate and not do things with men as i i'm not Same sure in the men, men in, in the men yeah, the men in the men's community so my thing is i i'm just trying to like make women feel like come come meet these gay men they're really nice men you know come let's we're a community mm-hmm. we shouldn't be separate because if we're gonna be a gay community we got to be all together and so um some some people still some of the women still just don't want to do things with men Unfortunately, but I don't know how to change their minds about that. Is that generational, do you think? Are you seeing some change with that in terms of the youth, or is there still a separation? I, I, I think it's, uh, no, I don't think it's all. Yeah. I, 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 I think it's general. Well, guys, the same way. 
Yeah. You know, I, isn't it that certain, you know, group of people that I just want to be with guys, I just want to be with women type of thing. It's just how it's going to be. I think our, our, well, my husband and I, I mean, we don't, I mean, we go out with friends either way. I mean, I've got yeah. lesbian friends. and I mean, it's not equal. I can't say that I have an equal amount of male-female friends. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I, we have a plethora of different genders and everything right. that we... I mean, yeah. I, I don't. I don't steer away from the lesbians right. at the bars when I go out. <laughs> no, I mean, and I think I think there are a lot of us like like that too. That I don't. Need, I don't look at men or women as you know. He's gay man. I, I just want to be in the community, and I like people for the people they are. Um, I do notice sometimes at the Gator events too. We we it's segregate. Yeah, yeah. And Boys, girls together. So <laughs> what we try and do, what one of our main roles at Gator is to greet people, every single person that walks through the door, greet them, get them, welcome them, welcome them mm-hmm. take them around and meet people. If we see somebody sitting alone or not mingling, you know, we'll go over and talk to them and say, let me take you over here to this table or let me introduce you to a couple people because that's, that's what Gator is all about. It's a social networking group. Right. So that's one of the first messages to get out there is that unlike a dating app, I mean, I suppose you might meet someone to date there, but that's not the purpose of it, right? Yeah, that's not the purpose. The purpose is to connect with community and to make some new friends and to learn about what's going on. Well, to get out there, you know, so you don't feel so lonely sitting at home. Yeah, Yeah. because like the older people up here, it's like couples and stuff. They just isolate themselves because they don't know anybody. But coming to our events, they can find other couples, same age groups, younger, older, whatever. We have some really good couple friends. Yeah, we've met at Gator. Yeah, and they have too. I, I think it's intimidating for people to, especially if you are alone, to come to something like that. But we really try, and Chris has been so wonderful about getting it out got out there. Yeah. Um, and just trying to get it out there in a way that nobody's going to feel like, you know, that, like it's for everybody. It's Everyone's a, welcome. We don't want fun, anyone to safe event, yeah. a safe place. So we do have straight people that come to it also. Oh yeah, we have yeah, allies well, that well, come. Well, what? Come to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. we let them come in too. Everyone's welcome. Wow. Okay, we are pretty progressive here in Sonoma County. Um, well, this is you know it, it's particularly challenging I think because I don't know where you all came from or if you're natives here in Sonoma County, but the sort of physical place like the Castro, the neighborhood, they're sort of disappearing as people have migrated out and become more integrated. And, uh, you know, I don't know when the gay bar in Santa Rosa closed. That went down Long time ago. Before I got here. Yeah. So there, there really isn't a physical central place Mm-mm. for people. Who are you seeing as the newcomers uh, coming to the events? Are they from out of the area, or have they been here a long time? We we, we get folks from San Francisco that come to our events. Yeah, uh, it just yeah. really it just to socialize. And some of them we I found out recently had like bought a home. It's their their sorry um, weekend home is up here, so they want to socialize with people that are up here too. So they have right. another I mean, network. I was just going to ask about that. I think yeah. Sonoma County has always been a draw for people to either have vacation homes or this is a destination to retire from San Francisco and the Bay Area. So I would imagine Santa Rosa Gator is the ideal organization to kind of connect with if you're planning that. I think the word's getting out, too. I think it's word of mouth. You know, people come from the city or people come from Sonoma or people come from Marin and they tell other people about it. And I think it, you know, I think it just the word spreading because how many people do we have now on our Facebook page and meet up? We have 1,400 people that like us. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's growing. We get new ones. 
every day I see, oh, this person just joined the meetup or, um, you know, so we have a lot of ways of getting our word out there these days, too. So it gets out to a lot of different Great. areas. So let's talk about then the demographic of the county. So it, it is obviously really spread out. There's a huge gay community in Guerneville. There's a huge gay community in Healdsburg. Then there's Santa Rosa, and then there's Sonoma. So, so we don't we don't stick with the Santa Rosa part of Gator. Uh, we move the event around. Yeah. So we've done it in Roner Park. Uh, we're in July. We'll be out at Guerneville. We're going to do one at R three. February, so, we're in Healdsburg. Yeah, February, we're in Healdsburg. Uh, March, we're in Santa Rosa. But uh, we're, we we do move the event around so yeah. that we get those little micro-communities out here. So how successful have you been, would you say, in terms of being able to bring all of those corners of the county, we'll call them, uh, together? I think we've been really good, really successful at it. We've had... Yeah, we've had a really good turnout. Well, like Chris said, our first ones each have like fifteen people coming to it. Now we have four, two to four hundred people showing up. Right, wow, and if we do one at the casino, uh, we did a Day of the Dead at the casino, and we had just under four hundred at that wow. one. Wow! So the, it was yeah. We, we do get we do quite a bit. It's grown quite a bit. Yeah. Well, I remember and going to the. I, I think the, the. I'm thinking about the casino. The last event I was at was the pool party there. Yep. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That, was, and that was that was a good one. That was yeah, great. Fun. Really yeah, we had two pool one. parties there, and they were just packed. Yep. Really good. Our last event people. just in January, just a couple of weeks. Last week? Oh, that was last week. Last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, last week. so long ago. At Casa Del Mar. Casa Del, Casa Del Mar in Santa Rosa. The owner, Alma, is just wonderful, and she welcomed the LGBT community with open arms. And we had close to 200 people. It was our anniversary. Every January is our anniversary. It was our seventh anniversary. And we took the, over the whole restaurant. We kind of overwhelmed They got so busy, they, they had to stop taking orders for a little bit. And she's all apologetic, but I, I didn't see any service no. issues at all. No. She, People were, were happy, too. People were telling, came in up. Oh, and her are, food is so good time. if you haven't yeah. been there. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah. So we'll get back to the events because I want to spend some time talking about what you've done this last year and, and what's coming up. And I heard before we went on the air that you've already got the calendar planned, which is pretty impressive. Um but let's talk for people who want to get involved. Um, is this a club that requires some membership? Is there some obligation? Financial? We pride ourselves to say that there's no money involved. We don't charge for our events. We, we, we go into the business of different venues, and we, we work with the, the manager of the business there. And that's just a charity that we're going we're to support, and that would be the only time we'd ask for money. And that's voluntary. So, yeah. so who pays for the operation of Santa Rosa Gaydar? Uh, the four of us. We, yeah, we, we split it up. <laughs> yeah. We split it up. We each do a little bit. Usually, I mean, what we really do is find a venue that we can, we can have a win-win situation with. Like, we can bring them business, and they can make money, and then we can get our community together at that business. We actually have businesses that reach out to us now to come because it really is a money-making. People drink, people eat, and we usually find that sort of a venue, like a restaurant or a wine tasting Or bowling. Bowling. We're going to be doing an event at the bowling alley. Two to four hundred people at a pop, that's quite a... Well, we really want to support local business, too. That's always been a a primary thing is going local. 
and and our community. Some of these are community yeah. businesses that we're we're working with as well. So exactly. so just to kind of summarize it, it's the four of you volunteering and giving of your time and resources to make it all happen. Yes. Anybody yes. can join. There's no membership required. No. It's not even joining. You just come to it, the event. Uh, you know, follow us on Facebook. Yeah. Meet up Instagram or Twitter, and we announce our events. We'll talk about them. We lead up to them. Like we did with the radio show, we posted a few times that we'd be on tonight. Yep. Um, and yeah, come to the event and then have a good time. That's, we want, yeah. yeah. And even you know, you don't have to spend any money if you don't want to. You come to the restaurant or wherever we're having it, and you mingle with people and enjoy yourselves. So that's that's really what we pride yeah. ourselves in is not charging and we yeah, want to keep it about that. Yeah. I mean, that's really easy. Yeah. It's really easy. Very for easy. Trying to find a venue that's big enough for us now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it used to be really easy. <laughs> now we're kind of picky on that part. Wow. That's pretty impressive. So let's talk about this last year. You mentioned that you just celebrated your seventh anniversary. Um, so give us kind of a rundown this last year. What are some of the highlights for each of you that were your favorite events? I, I, I think the Day of the Dead event was oh, my was favorite. That, that was, was really different. So Day of the Dead was a... It, the date moved around a couple times, but it was as close as possible as we could get to Day of the Dead. And uh, we had it over at the casino, and we did a drag show with uh, some dra- local drag queens and uh, uh, some out-of-the-area drag queens came in and did their version of Gay of the Dead as a show. So profiled some artists. And that was a fundraiser. It, it, that was a fundraiser so for Sonoma So people County did have Pride. to pay to get into that, but that was all understood yeah, ahead of time. Yeah. 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 That was a fundraiser, and we did a silent auction for Sonoma County Pride, and the casino donated the space because it was a fundraiser. Um, they're great to work with. We've they've been they've a, been extremely supportive. Very, very, very supportive. Very supportive. Yeah. One, they've yeah. been supportive. They they want to be known as a safe haven for the LGBTQ community. They, mm-hmm. they really do. So they they work with us, and we put on events with them. Mm-hmm. And the pool party was another good one. That we yeah, yeah, that was a really good one too. That probably will happen few, until they get the next um, hotel built. Then there'll be a second pool. Yeah, and, then and we got dibs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got dibs. We'd love to do that. I like the disco party. Oh, the that disco party fun. at Roadhouse Winery. Party, yeah, yeah that was really they fun. gave us their production room, and the owner likes music, so we had a DJ booth and everything set up, and disco lights, and nice. so we had a '70s disco wine tasting event up there, and it was a lot of fun. That's fun. And yeah. the other thing we've been featuring at our events lately too is the uh, timeline, the LGBT timeline that was right, also at the right. Pride Parade. So we allow, not allow they they can come anytime and. Set it up for people so share to, to yeah, yeah share the space with us. Well, that's super, great, especially yeah. for the new folks coming to Sonoma right. County to learn a little bit about the history. And and yes. quite a history. And it, yeah, we have a huge history. I learned a lot <laughs> reading that. I, I, I still haven't gone through all the panels. I think every time we yeah. have it. I, so yeah. Day of the Dead, the disco party. What are some pool party was a good party. one. Pool party was fun at the Fountain Grove. That was fun. Oh, Sunse was fun. Sunse, Sunse, Vineyards. We went there in May. We're going again this May. Uh, there's bocce ball, ping pong. Janae, the owner, made food for us, which she didn't have to do, and she donated food. And she does the wine, the blind wine tasting. Blind wine tasting, which is a contest. If you can. So and people love that one, and oh, yeah. it was a perfect, beautiful day. The weather was beautiful. They have a nice outdoor patio. So we'll be doing that one again in May again this so year. So about how many? One event a month. One event. So? Yes, it, that's yeah. enough for us. Well, yeah, we usually, say, that's a lot. we usually take that's like one off, one month off a year, but 
this that's year. around the holidays. Might be September. I don't know what, yeah. what month I we're taking off this year. We might not, too. I know. We may not <laughs> may not take any months off this year. Hmm. We've committed to a lot already. <laughs> we also have the Pride. We work with Pride. So we, have, we host a, the after party for Pride. Yeah, that's going to be a big event this year. We just okay, got so, our location for that. So I want to come back to Pride for sure okay. because this is a big year for Pride. I think as we've started to talk about on, on this show, 50th anniversary of Stonewall, there's going to be a lot going on. We've got some special things happening here that you'll hear about later in this show. But for 2019 and Santa Rosa Gator, you said you've already got your calendar planned. Yes. So tell us about some of the things coming up next month, starting next month. Okay. So, uh, so February is... Uh, um, sip and Swirl. Sip and Swirl at Heart's Desire. Sorry, I had to think no, about that. Yeah, yeah and you <laughs> um, thought of it. I know, I thought of it, too. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, uh, Heart's Desire is opening up for us after hours from 6 to 9. Um, private event. The winemaker's going to be there. Apparently, he's into making chocolates. Yeah. So there might be homemade chocolates with the wine. And we're going to decorate these yeah. so we can come and put, you know, do whatever we want. So we're going to gay it up. And, <laughs> and we're all going to wear red. <laughs> and we're all wearing red. We're going to, yeah, so we're, we're going to gay it up a little bit and have some fun. And, and I, the winemaker's awesome and his daughter is really nice. And, and we, we've talked, once in a while, we will put our money together to invite cheese and, you know, some munchies. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that's not something that the places do. So we feel like if you're going to be if you're going to be drinking too, you need to you know yeah, have yeah. a little bit. Right. So we'll we do that. I think we I think we're planning on doing that mm-hmm. when we had this one. Well, I remember the men's group that used to do the wine tasting things periodically. Do you remember those? I forget mm-hmm. what was the name of that group. Was it? Oh, was yeah. it the, not the Golden Guys. No, not Golden Guys. It was was a, wasn't Sonoma Gator, right? Nope. No? This is before no, it was that. A wine tasting there group. was a wine oh. tasting group yeah. that was, and it was very focused on going to different wineries. But oh. they, they're still going. Huh? Isn't that the one you guys went to that time a, up in Hillsburg? Yes. You, the three of you went. Did we? You didn't, I don't know. Yeah. You didn't go. I didn't oh, go. Wait, it was, no, it was just Jim and I. Okay. I mean, I've done. I've done some pop up. LGBT events at vineyards, but it's usually somebody out of the area putting it on. Well, this was a, a situation too where everybody brought food, yes. so there was a oh, there's yeah. a, a full idea, dinner man. that goes along with it, kind of a potluck thing, and and uh, we went to a few. Those were really fun, hmm. really really fun. But I think that group either dissolved or changed or went in a different direction. I haven't seen I haven't seen anything from them in a long time. Um, and that I have to give Gator credit because. Th- what you said about that group dissolving, that does happen does, a lot. It's, it's, and I think for us, we've been sticking in there, you know. And yeah. just, I think we push each other. Yeah. yeah, we it work is a, really yeah. well together. It is a lot of work. and But we, like we have, we've been pushing each other a lot this year to, like, get everything booked and on yeah. on top of it so that it's not a last-minute event. And, so we've got the Valentine's event coming up. What's happening after that? The Leprechaun Lounge. Yeah, there you go. Leprechaun <laughs> at Lounge. Stout Brothers. That's going to be for um, St. Patrick's Day. Okay. And so. It's May 10th. May 10th at Stout Brothers in downtown Santa Rosa. And the owner of Stout Brothers, Sonny, he's also very wonderful and very supportive of the LGBT community. Yes, he is. We've Mark. done many events at With Stout him, Brothers. Yeah. We had our after party there mm-hmm. last yes. last year. Um, oh, with Stout Brothers, they're n- not usually open on Sunday. Oh. So the. Sorry, I keep hitting the mic. Uh, they're not open on Sunday, so he's opening just for us on Sunday to hold hold this event. So that that would be exclusive to the LGBT community this time around. But we welcome everybody. If yeah, yes. If anybody shows up, they then can come April in. Then April, we're doing bowling. Bowling in April. At, in April at Double Decker. Double Decker Lanes. Okay, yeah. and and is that any way associated with the uh, LGBT bowling? 
or rainbow, was it the well, we have rainbow bowling the league? Sonoma County Pride League, which Pride league. I do have to take some credit in getting that going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they're, they um, will be there, it's, but it's not exclusively the Sonoma County Pride League. It's just we're having a, a gaydar. We're going to do a gaydar. It's going to be on a Friday there. night. Okay. The Sonoma County Pride League bowls on Tuesday nights. Got it. Yeah. So maybe if you're interested in getting involved in that Pride League, this might be a good way to kind of mm-hmm. see if you can exactly throw come a and bowl, and because that's a lot of people's hesitation about joining the Pride League is, oh, I haven't bowled in years, or I'm a really bad bowler. But that's not what it's about. It's about coming and having fun. So the Gator event would be the perfect time just to come and bowl and have some check time, it check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. In fact, we did that once. We did it a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it for yeah. Richard's birthday? Was it for your birthday? No, it, was, it wasn't my birthday. It was somebody else's. It was in I November. remember somebody's birthday. I just remember honest. drinking yeah. a lot of Fireball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how this group got started, was Fireball is what I heard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then in May, we have Sunset Winery. Yeah, it was in May, May 19th. May 19th. In yeah. June, they after party for Pride. Which is right. this year, it's going to be at La Rosa. Okay. And the we'll, upstairs. Yeah, the upstairs, the, uh, the lounge at La Rosa. Um, we're going to hopefully have uh, a nice DJ and a drag show. We're still working out the details on that. Got it. And then July, we have the pool party over at the R3 in Guerneville. Okay. That's on July 6th. There. Yeah, we're going to do a wet s- swimsuit contest. So get a ready. wet swimsuit contest. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Get ready. Okay. <laughs> and August, right. Jaded Toad. Yeah, in August, we're working on Jaded Toad doing another uh, cornhole contest. Which was really fun, except for it was pouring rain. It's all outdoors, yeah. yeah, and so it was still fun. It, people it still fun. came, and we still played cornhole. It was fun, yeah. It was good. So you've really got stuff going on in locations throughout the county, yes. exactly. Yeah. And how many of these uh, restaurants, uh, wineries, are straight owned? I, I would, I it's easier to ask how many are gay owned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think most of them are, are straight. Yeah, yeah. For the most, but the most part. are, but a lot of them are gay friendly too. So Extremely gay friendly. Yeah. Where so where I'm going with this, when you get an idea to do an event and you call up a business and you say, "Hey, I'm representing an organization called Santa Rosa Gaydar. We'd like to come and have an event there." What type of reception do you get? Very it's positive. Very good. Never. We've had a, yeah, we've had a couple of places turn us down. Uh, I know that we've been asked for like fees. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of, you know, they, oh, well, you know, book the room a thousand bucks and you can use the room. And it's like, well, we you know, bring, we're going to be bringing money you're in. We're bringing money in. So we try to find that balance. Most of the restaurants, some of the places that we're at now have reached out to us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or they're, or, or they're like places we like to go to. So. We're, we're kind of sharing our experience with everybody. Uh, I was going to say, with your reputation and being able to bring in a couple hundred, four hundred people at a whack, I would think it would be pretty popular. Yeah. Well, the yeah. casino reaches out to us now. Yeah, a lot they, of places do. Yeah, so really? when when we do an event with them, they're usually oh, we can give you this month. Yeah, because they offered us the pool in the very first first yeah. pool party. They offered it to us. Yeah, they came to us, really? and same with drag bingo that yeah. we've done. Oh yeah, yeah we've Christmas done bingo, bingo there a couple of times. I I don't feel like any negative negative responses really. Like no. the only thing is that they want us to pay, but most of the places are. Oh yeah, that sounds great because we present it in a way that it's positive for them also, and it's exposing their business. Sure. And so I I don't know. I feel like I feel actually I was thinking about that earlier today. How really well received we are by so many businesses, and and most of them will put rainbow flags out, and we get random people from the street. Yes. 
they see the flag. Uh, last year, State, Jaded uh, Toad. Yeah, they drive by. Yeah, we put flags out front, and people that were going to Oliver's just came over. Oh, we wanted to see what the flags were all about, and they, they came over, yeah. joined our mailing list, hung out. That guy was oh, hung no, out yeah. for like an hour, and he does. Yeah, that's right. So Where yeah, we're, it's it is a lot of word of mouth, but I thought it was really interesting at Casa del Mar when we. You put the flags out on the fence, right? Yeah. And then when we when Gator was over, all these young Latino people were coming in. There was a big dance going on in the next room, and I'm thinking, here it was so cool. Here's all these gay people, and here's the Latino community who I I don't right. want to sound ignorant, but I think they keep it very, mm-hmm. you know, they can't come out as easily as That's right. And um, it was in the bar that night too. Yeah. There was all these. You know, Latino, uh, Hispanic guys and everything. We're all like intermingling. It was wonderful because the places don't shut down just for us. There's their their customers are still right, out, come right. in. So it was kind of cool just, you know, intermingling with with the Latino community. And I'm I, I'm not sure they knew exactly yeah, yeah. what was going on. But, <laughs> no, it was fun. She, it was, uh, the owner, Alma, she also promoted us on Facebook to her her customers as well which is not that doesn't happen too often with the businesses no Mm -hmm. um but to see her reposting our stuff on her she had a ton of followers yes and i don't know how many of her followers Mm -hmm. came to check it out and she's already talking about next year like we're going to do a buffet next year because of how the the food was Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. so So she's already looking forward to doing it again oh yeah she's she's she had fun. She looked a little stressed out at the end of the day, but, but she, yeah, her hair was a little out of place, but though she, they, we did a lot. We helped them out too. And it was a good, that was a good event. I like that. So one. if you're a business owner that's listening and you're thinking to yourself, wow, this could be a really great way of bringing people in and getting some highlight on my business. What, what are some of the parameters that you ask for? Really? It's uh, just space. That's all we really want is the space on that. Yeah. We're gonna, you know, everybody buys their own food. They buy their own drinks. So Yeah, we warn them at the bar tabs. You know, you, need, you have to have some extra bartenders. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you want the serve. You want people to get. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, then we tell them it's a good opportunity for them to, to market to. A yeah, group. free advertising. Sure. And, and we would like to, we like to be able to put our sign up, you know, welcome to Santa Rosa Gator. And, and Chris is, we've got so many more decorations now, so we try and decorate a little bit and so we tell ask them that if we can do that and of course we we do what they ask and mm-hmm. if they don't want us to put everything up we don't but most people are very like yeah, oh yeah least, go yeah. ahead do what you want. Uh, most of the places will put together a special menu for the day a tasting menu or like a couple uh, of drinks yeah, yeah ta- uh, jaded toad did that and uh, stout brothers is gonna do that. Theirs, yeah and there's people in the community i don't know come up to me a lot i don't know about you guys but and they want they suggest places for us to go. Hey, why don't you guys do one here? Why don't you guys do one there? And there were some guys at the Casa del Mar who wanted to do it up at their house. And I said, well, that's not how we do Gator because then you, you know, yeah. we, we got to plan find a place where we can get food and all. You can that. have four hundred people in your house. Yeah, and all that. No, have him send a picture of the house. Let's, yeah. let's, let's yeah. see what kind of. Well, he said he had a good view. <laughs> but the energy is really, really positive. It's really. And I just kind of listening to the different events. It doesn't all involve drinking either. Oh no, 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 no. For people no. who are under twenty-one and for people who who don't drink, there's plenty of opportunity to go and, and have a good time. There is. Right. That. Yeah. We we try to open up and cater to everybody. We don't select yeah, one group like out it. of it. Yeah, that's great. It's one community. So we have one community meeting agenda. Nice. 
And you've been working a lot with Sonoma County Pride. Last year, it seemed like you were very involved with them, and I understand you're going to carry that on this year. So tell us a little about what you know about what's happening with Sonoma County Pride. So Richard and Cheryl are our parade committee. Um, they help organize the parade. Um, I do marketing and communications on the back end. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, all that for Pride is, is uh, me. So it works well on the social media side for me because I can promote on both sides. Um, we also helped plan the full festival last year and, and worked with everybody through the steps. And this year we're... We're, I guess we're stepping up our game a little bit. Uh, we, last year was a test run for us in the downtown Santa Rosa Square. So this year we're stepping it up. We, we're uh, committing to adding a second entertainment stage for community and local entertainment. Um, uh, the festival is on June 1st. And June 2nd we're having a uh, transgender youth and family picnic with pets in the park. Hopefully this all works out. Uh, and we're returning to uh, Juilliard Park. So we're taking over Juilliard um, to have a, a family picnic, basically, our, nice. our family picnic, our community picnic. So we're bringing in um, – we're going to be working with more organizations this year to bring in for help and promotion, promoting the community. So well, I have to say, having it back in Santa Rosa, um, not that I remember what it was like, but, but having the larger space in a central location seemed to be wildly successful. And, of course, the new square that was just done uh, downtown – it just seemed to be a perfect venue for it. Talk about the. Fee- I, I can't imagine you got any negative feedback or heard anything negative. Yeah, it was too hot. That was too hot. We tried to it control that, but we couldn't. And, and, and what was the other? Oh, hydration, water. Yeah. There was. A, yeah, there was a lack of like. There's no water fountains on the square. We learned. But I mean, nobody was complaining about it not being out in Guerneville. Oh uh, no, 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 not really. People, have a, people are, ask why. Why yeah. some people have asked right. why did you move it? But they weren't complaining. They just were curious. I think our biggest complaint was that oh i didn't know it was in santa rosa <laughs> i didn't know it was going to be here that was our the, that was what i heard like people found out about it right before the event happened so we're trying to fix that but we're year. we're really ahead of the game this yeah, year yeah this already. year we're way ahead of the game yeah a lot a lot, lot more last year we were planning like right at the last minute mm-hmm. and this year we got our theme the theme is love um that's uh, summer of love and gator will have um a booth at the festival yeah so you can meet one of us because all of us will be running around doing other stuff. Doing the pride. Yeah. And if you felt so inclined, you could get involved and offer to help put yes. all the yes. yes, we need volunteers. We need yes, tons yes, of volunteers. Yes, yes. And, and yeah, you can email any of us for volunteering. I know. Go on the Sonoma, well, you, the Sonoma County Pride.org website. You can you can uh, join there. So let's so let's talk about that first. The planning for Sonoma County Pride is just getting underway. Sort of formally, right? You have a first meeting coming up. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when is that going to be? Oh, I, February fifth. It's always the first Tuesday of every month. Okay, so the first and, Tuesday of every month. At what time and place? Six thirty at Fountain Grove Lodge. So the lodge is uh, up in the Great Ballroom. We'll we'll be up there. So it'll be a public meeting. Yes, it's a public meeting. Everybody's welcome. Can come. Um, we're going to reveal the whole overview of what Pride, what we vision this year for Pride, and uh, get people's feedback and. And work from there. And so if someone were to go to that meeting, talk about what they could expect and what your expectations of them would be. We expect them to volunteer for Pride. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the first thing you have no, to we, sign up to volunteer. We expect them to be open and honest with their opinions and, and come yeah. in. And, and 
like if they if they were at Pride, I would love to hear their feedback. I mean, if the likes and dislikes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're 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 hopefully going to show everybody what we've been working on since last year, and and get the buy-in from the community. See if we've covered everything. And and talk about that buy-in from the businesses downtown. Obviously, this was new for them. At least, yeah. Well, it was mm-hmm. new for them. I yeah, mean, it it's been years and years and years, right? So it's it's new. What what did they think? What was the feedback? I thought it was really fun to see the businesses that dire- uh, decorated. Uh, Pitch and Plow. Uh, um, Perch and Plow. Perch and Plow had rainbow pride flags hanging out all their windows. It was all Sawyer, open up that day. She was and Sawyer's was wonderful. They did the uh, play, we had we had prizes for the in the mm-hmm. you know parade contingents and um, she did all the plates engraving and it was just i think the businesses were very very receptive of us even though we had to shut you know we shut the street down obviously for a few hours and but i think overall it worked out fine for everybody but but the event also brought in a ton of people a ton of people about three thousand a ton of foot traffic yes Mm -hmm. yes which i would say is probably a whole lot more than they would have had on a typical day and this year, we're extending it, right, Chris? Yeah, we're um, so this year for to make room for the community stage. We're keeping from Mendocino Avenue to B Street, uh, right in front of the mall, uh, blocked off, and we're going to put the community stage right there. So there'll be one stage in front of the mall on Fourth Street side, and then we'll have the main street stage in the square. Wow! So that's all new this year. So we'll have like local, more local entertainment on that community stage, and then we'll have the bigger. And how about things. support from the city itself? So oh, tons of support. So this, because we're so far ahead of the game this year, we we were awarded some grants from the city of Santa Rosa for city services. Last year, we had to pay for all of our expenses or get or get sponsored. So we yes. we really worked <laughs> for lots of sponsors to cover all of our expenses this year. The city after Pride, City of Santa Rosa came to us and awarded us with a, a nice sponsorship for community services. So closing streets, permits, things that we, we had to pull out of pocket last year, they're helping with. Um, what else are we doing? Oh, we're, we're going to do a Pride, or I, I should say committed to doing a out-of-the-area uh, like LGBT Sonoma County guide. So we're asking our Facebook audience right now what their favorite place is. Where do they take visitors when they come in? And Visit Santa Rosa awarded us some marketing dollars so that we can market to, like, San Francisco or Sacramento and bring people into the community as nice. well. So we're, we're, we're trying some new stuff, trying new different – well, it's not new. It's just it'll be new for us. But, like – it would be nice to have a little guide of Sonoma County, what's sure. gay, what's, yeah. what's friendly, places to go. And sure. So. And if you're a business owner, that's just a smart thing to be involved in, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. Nice. Email me. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about how we've got a few minutes, five minutes or so left. Um, let's talk first about how to get involved with and connect with Sonoma County Pride since we're, we're there. Um, you can, uh, with Sonoma County Pride, you can go to sonomacountypride.org. Um there's a contact us form. You can volunteer. You can send suggestions, ask questions, get volunteer. on our mailing list, volunteer. volunteer. Yeah, volunteer. volunteer. I don't know if I said volunteer. Volunteer. <laughs> um, yeah, and volunteer. Uh, and then it, we, with Facebook, for the most part, we've been keeping everybody informed. We just started doing a monthly newsletter e- via email. So we're trying to keep 
people up to date. Right. But we're also an all-volunteer organization, right. too. So well, it's so a mighty task trying to connect all the corners of this county, Sonoma, yes. Healdsburg, down to Petaluma, and out to Guerneville. Um And that calls to mind another question. As far as Guerneville goes, they were going to do a Pride at the end of last summer, and I know that that kind of didn't happen. Um, are they... I, I hear they they have all their funding and that there will be a pride, um, but I don't I don't know any details at the yeah. moment. Because it is a really neat place to have a oh, pride. Yes. I've always loved nice. Guerneville Pride. I just think it's kind of one of those small town funky, but really fun mm-hmm. uh, events to go to. Um, but that's not to say that I'm not happy that we're doing Sonoma County Pride in downtown Santa Rosa because I am. I think it's a good place for it. Fourth sure. of July is fun out there too. Oh, this yeah. year will be even more fun. There's a there's a Santa Rosa Gator pool party. Triple R. Yeah, Triple R on July 6th. R3. 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 Okay, so Sonoma County Pride, you've got the Facebook uh, page, you've got the website to go to, and then you can go to the meeting at Fountain Grove Lodge first Tuesday of every month moving forward at 630. Yes. Correct. Okay. Now, how do people get in touch with Santa Rosa Gator? Well, we have a website, com. Or is it, yeah, yeah. yeah. .com, yeah. sorry. Um, Facebook and a meetup. Meetup page. We're also on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Facebook's probably the best place to get get in touch with us. And you put out stuff pretty regularly on your Facebook page. Yes. Yes. We post things every day of, of LGBT news or events that are going on. And so we're on, something's happening every day on Facebook with Gaydar. Fun Richard cartoons. Richard posts a lot of news events. And That's true. on our Facebook page. And so we, we kind of got to share it. We all go on there and post stuff. So you mentioned Facebook uh, and the website, but I think you also mentioned a couple of other social media channels that you use. Oh, Twitter and Instagram. And Twitter Meetup. And, and Meetup. We have a Meetup page. So great. All kinds of different ways to get connected and find out what's mm-hmm. happening on the calendar for San Rosa Gator events. And that's my challenge to you. This year, pick one event, go out, meet some new people without clicking on a mobile app. How does that sound? That sounds, sounds good. good. Yeah, until we come out with our mobile app. Well, we're just about out of time here. And um, I just want to thank you all for all the work you're doing. I mean, it's really tremendous. So much time, so much energy. Thank you. Uh, thank putting you. Into thank it. you. And so I really appreciate that. We Chris, love our community. So we, you know, yeah. we want it. To be thriving. Yeah, and That's fun. We, we, I think we always have fun. Yeah, right. oh, for yeah. sure, for sure. We wouldn't do it if we didn't, right? <laughs> well, I would hope not. Yeah. No. Excellent. Well, if you missed any of those links, we'll put them on our own website at outbeatnews.com. Just click on show notes at the top of the page, and we'll have links to Sonoma County Pride and Sonoma County Gator. Thank you all for being with us tonight. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. And stay with us. We will be back right after this.
And that, of course, was the immortal Freddie Mercury and Queen with Radio Gaga. Well, 2019 is going to be a really special year for Pride celebrations all over the world, as it will mark 50 years since the June 28, 1969 riot at the Stonewall Inn in New York. And while we know Stonewall wasn't the first or only riot of its kind at a gay establishment, it certainly was the most publicized and recognized as being the start of the modern-day LGBT civil rights movement. But of course, this isn't where gay history all began, and there were dozens of significant events involving many important people that helped shape the movement and to fuel that night at the Stonewall. Well, this year on Outbeat Radio, we're going to celebrate not only the 50th anniversary of Stonewall, but all of those who were part of making gay history. And I'm really excited to announce that we're partnering with author and founder of MakingGayHistory.com, Eric Marcus. We'll be bringing you a series of Outbeat Extra shows that we're calling Outbeat Extra 50th Anniversary Celebration of Stonewall with MakingGayHistory.com. There are four Fifth Sundays in 2019, and on each of those special days, we'll bring you some of the interviews that Eric Marcus has conducted over the many years of his research and writing on gay history. Tape one, side one. Interview with Wendell Sayers, Saturday, January 14th, 1989. Interview with Gene Manford and Morty Manford on Saturday, May 13th, 1989. Interview with Chuck Rowland, Tuesday, August 22nd, 1989. Interviewer is Eric Marcus. Location is the home of Dr. Hooker in Los Angeles, California. Hi, Eric Marcus here. In the late 1980s, I recorded 100 interviews for a book I was writing about the LGBTQ civil rights movement, which we called the gay rights movement back in those days. I've had these cassette tapes sitting in storage for 30 years, and a few months ago, I had a listen. And suddenly, I was back with all these people again, at their dining room tables, in their living rooms, sitting across from them and hearing about their lives. These people counted on me to tell their stories, which I did in print in my book. But that wasn't enough. These stories want to be told again. And the people I interviewed, most of whom are no longer living, wanted to tell their stories in their own voices. So that's why we're launching this first season of the Making Gay History podcast, so we can bring these queer stories back to life. Over the next 10 weeks, you'll be hearing from 10 amazing people, like Edith Ide who wrote an essay in 1947 for her magazine. She called it Vice Versa, America's Gayest Magazine. And she wrote this essay in which she predicted a gay utopia. I never thought of it as being bold at the time. I was just sort of fantasizing. But it all has come to pass. You'll also hear from Chuck Rowland. He was a one-time communist who co-founded the Mattachine Society in 1950. It was one of the first gay rights organizations. Unlike so many people, I know so many people who had guilt feelings. I never had any guilt feelings. I mean, at 10, I fell in love with my, for the first time, with this beautiful boy. This was no puppy love affair. I would have killed or died for that boy. Wendell Sayers was one of my favorites, but I call lots of the people I spoke with, in fact, almost all of them my favorites. Every time I hear his voice, it breaks my heart. We grew up in a very segregated society. If anything went wrong in the town, it was always I who did it. That's a lot of pressure. Gradually, I discovered that I was different, and uh, I thought I was the only one in the world. And trans icon Sylvia Rivera, 
who found herself outside the Stonewall Inn on the night of June 28, 1969. Actually, it was the first time that I had even been to Stonewall. I don't know if it was the customers or it was the police. It just, everything clicked. Oh, it's so beautiful. I was just like, ow, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts. You can find all our episodes on makinggayhistory.com. You won't want to miss this opportunity to hear the stories from the actual people who are a part of Making Gay History. And these aren't stories you're likely to read or remember from your school history books. So much of gay history has been ignored and simply erased. But Eric has captured and preserved it in this fantastic series of conversations. They're real treasures, and this year is a perfect opportunity for you to learn more about our past. Our first show is going to air on the last Sunday of March, so mark your calendars now and celebrate the 50th anniversary of Stonewall with MakingGayHistory.com. And that wraps up our hour for tonight. My thanks to Santa Rosa Gator for being with us tonight. Be sure to tune in next Sunday night for Outbeat Radio's Living Proof. That's with Sheridan Gold and Dr. Diana Grayer, and only here at 8 p.m. on KRCBFM Radio 91. In the meantime, have a great week, and thanks for spending your Sunday night with us. Outbeat News In-Depth is hosted and produced by Greg Moralia exclusively for KRCB Radio. Podcasts of our programs are available for on-demand play on our website at outbeatnews.com and on iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play, and Stitcher. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter for updates from Outbeat Radio News all month long. 